welcome Mary Kay Simmons, the monk, and also mm-hmm. Christy Levenier, our newest monk in our community. Welcome both hey. of you to tonight's service. Thank, thank you, you so much. And that- but thank you, everyone, for joining us tonight. This is a special gift for Celebrating Life. We love to, at least once a month, offer a free teleclass so that everyone can be available, regardless of finances, just to be a part of our community. Thank you also for those who have donated. There's been a $500, $100, even $1,000. It's amazing. We had over $2,000 in donations for this service. And it's about giving thanks. It's about being grateful for. And each of you on the call, I want to say thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for being here. Thank you for the longevity of your participating with Celebrating Life. You are the life force besides God <laughs> that runs that the life force, the love that runs through this ministry. It's your support of God and each other that we can all call ourselves a spiritual family. So on behalf of Celebrating Life, I salute you in gratitude. And thank you, God for your lives and for being a part of Celebrating Life. So with that said, the new monk, Christy, could you open our service with prayer? Thank you, Padre. So as I'm sitting here in Hawaii looking out, it's raining. And I like to listen to the bigger messages flowing through all of life. And I see this already as miracles starting to, to pour through this call and for everyone on the call. Beautiful. The passage I was guided to read is a prayer. It's actually the divine speaking to us. And it's from a book called Jesus Calling. And if you aren't a follower of Jesus, but you have a connection with your higher self, just visualize that this is your higher self speaking to you. Draw near to me with a thankful heart, aware that your cup is overflowing with blessings. Gratitude enables you to perceive me more clearly, to rejoice, in our love relationship. Nothing can separate you from my loving presence. That is the basis of your security. Whenever you feel anxious, remind yourself that your security rests in me alone. I am totally trustworthy. You can never be in control of your life circumstances, but you can relax and trust in my control. Instead of striving for a predictable, safe lifestyle, seek to know me in greater depth and breadth. I long to make your life a glorious adventure, but you must stop clinging to old ways. I am always doing something new with my beloved ones. Be on the lookout for all I have prepared for you. Mm -hmm. And in this moment, just calling in the Celebrating Life Ministry, Council of Light, all of the saints and holy ones. It's opening our minds and hearts and perceptions to the field of possibility, the Christ consciousness within, the support of the Divine Mother, Holy Spirit, and the light of God. Blessing everyone on this call with exactly what they need now and whenever they're able to listen to it in the future. Thank you, God. Amen. Thank you, God. Amen. Beautifully said, beautifully prayed, Christy. It takes the heart of our message and just brings it to another level. 
And uh, the idea of, I call it gratitude, really is, I call it our prayer form, our thankfulness to God, to the universe, to the creator. And when we can continue to enter into that place, there's where the miracles, there's where the, I call it, faith gets activated because an attitude of gratitude is so important. I would say praise and thanksgiving. I grew up in a, a charismatic setting with uh, Father Ron Roth for 25 years, and we always focus on praise and, and gratefulness, gratitude. And to me, that sprung, what sprung from that was actually God's faith or active faith, and these miracles began to happen. So to me, I expect the same thing to happen on this call, for people to begin to be touched by the Holy Spirit, that activation, because once we talk about God, God releases his ministering angels, and his word is made flesh and dwelt among us, where two or more gathered in thy name, there I am in the midst. And that's just a decree from heaven. So we just open the portal. And so as you're listening tonight, wherever you are, whether it's in your car, your bedroom, your living room, taking a walk at work, the angelic realm is already doing their work on your behalf to bring about healing and resurrection power into anything that is maybe dead will come alive. It's not working, will work because that's the activity of heaven. I'm going to start preaching already soon. <laughs> so, <laughs> So, Mary Kay, happy Thanksgiving to you. Thank you. I was enjoying your preaching. (laughs) (laughs) So, Mary Kay, what are you grateful for? Because we have a huge amount of people on this call, and I'm sure what you're going through, many people or others are going through, too, and are grateful for. That was such a great question. The first thing that comes to mind is my connection with my divine, and that really has provided me a rich spiritual life that keeps growing and deepening. I'm very thankful for my health and well-being. I've been going through some health issues, and I've been, as many of you know, I can be anxious (laughs) type, and (laughs) Padre knows that very well. And, uh, you know, through this time, it's been really, I've been amazed at, I just keep surrendering to the divine, and and I just felt felt like I was held, have been held, and that things just keep resolving. Not as fast as I would like, but that it's been moving in a direction where I know that I'm getting healthier and that it's an opportunity for me to slow down and things like that. So I'm really, really grateful for my health, and I'm really grateful for my family and my daughter and my friends. And just a really... When you were talking about your family, Padre, I was thinking of my grandmother and my parents, and it was always about being thankful, no matter what was going on. And it really gave me that groundedness and rootedness in being thankful. And I am so grateful for my basic needs. I mean, I have a beautiful place to live, and it's a miracle that I have this place. I prayed for it for years. And so I'm very, very, I, I remember being told about being grateful. And I literally, I've had different living situations. So I used to go, in, wherever I woke up, I would sit, be thankful. It's the moment I woke up and would mm. say my thanks, and I still do. But also I learned to, like when I was going downstairs, I'd touch the walls and I'd say, thank you. Thank you for holding me. Thank you for protecting me. Wow. There you and go. it was yeah, and it really grounded me, and, and I think that's one of the reasons I have this 
this beautiful place sanctuary that I live in is mm. that I'm really that was a really wonderful practice that was suggested to me by my guides. I just no, want to I comment just, on your home because your home is like an oasis. You've got a beautiful backyard with the trees and the flowers and it's like, so you don't feel like you're in a close proximity to others, even though you are, but you really yeah. feel the embrace of the divine in your home. I know. And I just absolutely, I, I, um, people walk in and they go, oh my gosh, this feels so good. And, and yesterday I was sitting in my front room and a hummingbird with a red head came coming up to my window really close. Oh. And it was like, oh my gosh, what a gift. Thankful. And the last thing I was just going to say is I'm just really thankful for the opportunities in my life that I have. And I just know that there's so much more coming. And um, I really, this, a lot of this is new for me in the last, I'd say, five to ten years of learning Perfect. that everything's an opportunity. Those are oh. my, some of my lists. That, those are beautiful, <laughs> Mary Kay. And I'm sure the, the hummingbird was checking your house out, seeing if you cleaned it for Thanksgiving. I know, I know. And thank God I done the <laughs> And then let me know. Because <laughs> you're going to be knocking on my door, huh? <laughs> well, soon, yes, I am sure. Soon, soon. soon. I hope, I <laughs> so. hope. Well, I love that, Mary Kay, all that you're grateful for. And I'm sure it matches mm -hmm. many of those on our call because we all have desires, needs, and opportunities of serving. Thank you for that list. I really appreciate that. So, Christy, that same question, what are you grateful for in your life right now? Wow, there's so much. I was just professed on Sunday. So I'm very grateful for that. You was Finally. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it was a, a long process for Padre. Yeah, I enjoy every moment. Yeah. Good um, job, Padre. So <laughs> he had his work yeah. cut out for him. Um, I did. Yeah. So I'm really grateful for just being a part of this community and for being able to take that step in such a supported, held, palpable way. It was done over Zoom, which at first I was mm. like, wait, what? And then to have everyone's presence there on our balcony here in Hawaii, I could, everybody was there in spirit. It was palpable and very, very incredible. So I'm very grateful for that. Wow. We also just moved to Hawaii to our first home. And so there's just been really incredible blessings that we have been able to step into even during these challenging times. Mm -hmm. One of my bigger practices, which Rick Chef spoke about in one of the previous Zoom retreats that we were all on, which is the unwanted harvest. And the way mm -hmm. he spoke about it really resonated because it's so easy to be grateful for, oh, there's a beautiful flower. Or, oh, there's you know, the goodness that we have. But what about our yeah. challenges? And moving to Hawaii, we have had our challenges. And really, my practice has been, okay, God, what is going on here? What? How can I be grateful? Can you help me see the blessing here? And it's been an interesting time with shelter in place. We moved to Hawaii. We had a 14-day quarantine. And I've really been made aware that this is a time to just go in really deep into our relationship with the divine, into our inner knowing and let go of so much that we've been attached to mm. and to find the gratitude for 
the isolation. We're almost like all of us on these like private retreats with our families or at home with ourselves and with the divine. And my dad got into a car accident a couple of months ago, right before one of the monk and ordained retreats. And he was driving this big car that he was really excited. He just bought it. It was from the 60s or something. And he came around a corner on a curvy road and two teenagers that were inebriated crashed into him head on. And all I heard was he was in the hospital. We didn't know anything else about it. And I was really lit up about it, really upset and because of the COVID restrictions. We didn't know what was going on until the next day. And it turned out that he had received some bumps and scratches. His car was totaled and no one died. And what we found out later is his car was this big old car made of, I don't know what's made of steel or those old cars are like (laughs) like really durable. Right. And if he'd been in like a Toyota Tercel or something, he would have died and the kids probably would have gone off the cliff. So it, it was kind of an intervention for him to be in the right place mm. at the right time, even though it didn't yeah. appear that way. So, um, yeah, the bigger picture, the divine is working through all of these losses and tragedies and the COVID and all of these things that are happening right now on the planet. What is the bigger picture is, is my husband, my practice. What's really going yeah. on here behind the, the drama and the story of attachment that we all have, <laughs> including myself. I've- <laughs> Yes, I I want to ride that wave that you just presented, Christy, because I don't say the opposite side of what we want <laughs> to be grateful yeah. for the bumps we can call them or our disappointments or the death in. I mean, many on this call have had personal experiences with COVID nineteen, and I know Rita, one of our members, Rita and Rob, they're going to bury his father, her father, tomorrow. He was 93 years old. Then I just heard today they're going to bury his her father's brother who got COVID also yeah. and in his 90s. So it's like that is so rich in how many of us know someone or even a personal mm-hmm. family member that had it or, or a neighbor. Where do you place God in all of this? Mm-hmm. It's really a challenge to rise above the chaos, what we see as chaos, like you just mm-hmm. described in this story of this accident where it could have been disastrous, but it actually was a, a divine setup, even though he lost his car. But we saved two people from going over to the cliff and to their death. So there's prevention everywhere. There's angels everywhere. But it's how we, as a believer in the Christed one, that we can rise above that. And to me, number one, it takes my prayer life. It's that balancing where Carolyn Mace always talked about my spiritual bank account. If you're filling it up with meditation, with silence, with solitude, with prayers, with devotion, with service, all those things, when we're in need, when we need to draw from that, there's something to draw from. Otherwise, it's just words. And if I'm not full of gratitude, of grace, then I'll, I'll do the, the exact opposite. Another G, I'll grumble. I'll complain. I won't be nice. All those things when I'm empty. So... For you, for Mary Kay and I, we've learned now to dip into this well, but the well has to be filled. And for me, that's Mm -hmm. what the Holy Spirit does for us. 
on behalf of us, but we have to turn towards the giver of life. So it's a giant step. And maybe if you're, maybe for the first time you're on this call, when you are running into problems, maybe it's a health challenge, maybe it's a relationship that fallen apart, especially during these holidays, which Thanksgiving is one of them. We have memories of good families growing up as children or when you were first married or a partnership. There's some special times that we remembered, but we have a loss now because we're not in that same situation anymore. So where do you draw from? Where do I draw from? And it's really, a, I think, the working up of our faith, our connection with the divine that helps support the bigger picture. So especially those who are are still quarantined, how many months has this gone on? But it's stricter now because of the virus spreading quickly. So we still have to rely on our resources. And to me, God is my source. And to me, that really does point in the direction of fulfilling the desire of God's heart. Love God, love your neighbor, love yourself. And if we can do that, it will take us to, I call it eternity, where I I don't say I'm going, I don't know about you, but that's where I'm headed for. So another question then for my beloved monks, has there been a person or a mentor that has taught you or shown you gratitude? You know, because I always believe we catch it unless our own lessons that God presents that we can step into it. So Mary Kay, has there been anyone like that? Yes, there has. (laughs) I have to say it's Bishop Mm. Bobby. I met him. I given an account he could tell you, but it's like 15, 20 years ago. I was, and I started seeing him and one of our first sessions or second sessions, I think he said to me, you need to go back to your roots. You need to go back to church. Mm. You need to go back to praising God. And I looked at him. I said, I came here. You're crazy. (laughs) I came here for healing. I didn't come here to go to church. (laughs) That's Uh, our Bobby. Yeah. Yeah, and he, of course, had that cute little smile on his face. And he said, well, I want you to come with me to church. And and I did. I started going to this church that was not Catholic at all and just wonderful. And it turned out that he had a group of us that would meet us that he had told us Ah, to speak to. And Link was one and Matthew, some other. And so it turned out that we would stay and have coffee after, and he would go back to his place to see it. So that experience just opened up doors for me. I mean, I, he invited me to come to CLM and look where I am now. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. You know? Absolutely. I, it just opened up a huge door for me. One that came into our lives and that was through CLM and yeah. also through Bobby. I remember vividly walking over the bridge when we were at the, I forget, was it McDonald House or McDonald's? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And from a, Corporate. A, mm-hmm. Yeah. Gundy had just, they had well, just come back from something. And um, I remember walking over this bridge and Bobby saying, I'm going to India. And I'm like, are you kidding me? You know, but <laughs> then a wonderful, just expanded my, my spiritual life, both the oneness and, and CLM. So, and he reminds me in my sessions all the time about, are you going back to God for things? Are you praying about mm. these issues that you're upset about or they are deep into your heart and my heart issues really I got really clear that it had to do with my spiritual growth so it's been huge learning and so I would say he's my main mentor (laughs) I think that's beautiful 
I'm sure a lot of people can say the same thing about our Bishop Bobby. Yeah. He's for the people. Some people call him the people's bishop, <clears throat> but I won't. I don't hold judgment on that one I at know. all. <laughs> but it's a cherished thought. So, and I, we all have our personal, how God uses these beautiful saints, sages, ordinary people to raise the bar, the show, mm-hmm. me, you, Christy, everyone else is, there's a different way of looking at things and to be invited mm-hmm. into that. Divide into that encounter, which Bobby is so good at. He just, he sees it and then he points the way. And isn't that what we're mm-hmm. all called to do? Point towards the light that is within yeah. us. And what a great story, Mary Kay. I appreciate that. How about you, sure. Christy? Besides me, who's the mentor you're <laughs> 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 yes, Andre, you're number one. <laughs> Thank you, God. <laughs> Thank God I, for everything. I love, yes. Yeah. I I really sat with this and realized that my best friend of 17 years has been a huge mentor for me in gratitude. She's the most generous and grateful person I know. Mm. And over the years, she's just showed me how to appreciate and be really heartfully present with people when they do even the smallest things. And she's forever gifting things and overly tipping and very open hearted with her presence in the world. She's taught me so much about that. And when I am in that place of generosity or, or just even saying thank you to someone I have learned not to be like a, in drive-by gratitude, like, oh, thank you so much, but actually oh, yeah. to really, mm-hmm. right, to just feel it and yeah. and really let the whatever I'm feeling gratitude for touch me really deeply. Mm. And then I find that gratitude and love are kind of the same thing. So <laughs> yeah. it helps yeah, me I agree. be... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it helps me be more loving and more open to my relationship with the divine and to see the divine working through everything, really. Yeah, yeah so I would say she was my greatest mentor wow. around gratitude. I love these stories of these human beings, and mm-hmm. there are many here on the call that people would say about you. But also I do want to reflect on the who is that for each of you. If you haven't thought about it, start writing a list. Even if it's one person or one organization or one church, it doesn't matter, but put that your focus there because I believe, and Ron Rothoy says, love is taught, charity is taught. Once you see it, your heart goes, oh, that felt so good. And it's like, oh, I would like to do that. I remember in my own experience, <laughs> maybe telling my age, <laughs> growing up in a Catholic family and having the nuns teach us in school. And I remember during Advent or Lent, we always had what's called pagan babies, where we put a, a dime, and nickel into this little box and collect it during this 40 days. But it taught me to give for someone else besides me. And even though I thought our family was poor, we had 13 siblings, so there wasn't a lot to go around, but we could find a penny, a dime, a nickel to put in there every week. From that, my dad was always, my dad's a farmer, was a farmer, and so was my mom, raising us all on the farm. And But during the summertime, when it would be, I call it less work for the farmer, but that's always work in, in essence, but they were not in the field. My dad would always go to farm sales and pick up certain tools and things like that. But he always mm-hmm. paid attention if there was, a, let's say, a, a plow, a sickle, 
a hole, whatever it might be, he would buy them and store them in the barn. And once a year, the Knights of Columbus would collect all these tools or equipment, and they would send them off to Africa for the poor people. And so there was an attitude of gratitude that he always thought of somebody else. And I think that's Mm -hmm. where I got the memo, so to speak, that always give, always be aware of who has left and try to meet that need. And you and I both have people like that in our lives. And if not, let's quicken the spirit and help us remember. Because an attitude of gratitude is so important in the bigger picture of life. Because it just shows how how awesome God is, how the angels are set up for us to bring us our own need. We've all had needs before, and miraculously it showed up for us. And to me, those times are when I'm most gracious, when I'm most humbled, when I want to surrender what I have and give it to someone else because give and you shall receive. We know the principle. And with that, it really it, it shines a light on how grateful, how big our God is. How much can we consume by his or her presence that we walk through life together? And isn't it beautiful? We have these beautiful mentors, friends, parents, children, bosses, organizations that have a giving spirit. And it doesn't just have to be around Thanksgiving. It can be all the days of our lives. So I hope everyone is enjoying this program so far. It's really about being grateful, turning our gaze towards God. I'm going to just change the subject just a little on the same matter, but yet switching it. Mary Kay, do you have a favorite saint or sage that actually you have a quote, a saying that maybe helps turn your heart towards the divine? Because sometimes we just need help, especially when we're having a difficult day. Right. I thought about that for a long time, and I added Avatar <laughs> because oh, yeah. I'm a Bhagavan. I've been to India twice, and the first time I went, I was there for two weeks in a two-week process, and I remember sitting in India in the heat. <laughs> it's not my favorite place oh, yeah. to visit. And just a, a basic, you know, university kind of setting. And sitting there listening to this, we had a whole day on gratitude. It was just amazing. And mm. talking about we really don't know. We really don't know what gratitude is. And I thought to myself, well, no, that's not really true. But what it really did expand my experience because it really, Bhagavan's, Ama Bhagavan's viewpoint of gratitude is that life is a relationship and that the yeah. whole world supports us and that we're dependent on everyone. And then so we, we started looking at that, the coffee you drink, where, where is it grown, and who waters those, the plants, and who mm. picks the plants, and who drives the, the beans to the refinery, and all. And then that you end up with a cup of coffee in the morning, which is my drug of choice. <laughs> you know, you end up with this just wonderful cup of coffee, and yet I'm so dependent on all those people that I don't necessarily think about. And it really opened my heart and my experience to this is our clothes are the same thing. It's like who sewed them, who made the material, who designed it. All of those, it is our life is a relationship and that we are really interdependent on each other. So I think that's the one. It was just a wonderful experience. And it it's one of which I'm mastering. It's not like I've mastered it, but it really, sure. I stop and pause about it often and really am thankful. Uh, I was so happy to do this 
talk with you and participate in it because it really helps me again to sit down and look at okay what is the truth about gratitude in your life um, and look at how and, beautiful that is Mary Kay that you get to now pass on this message to others you yes, had your experience yeah. and now you get to bless others if they have never tapped into that or it's in remembrance of and I think we all around this Thanksgiving time we start to remember Right. the good things and the sad things that have happened in our life, but they're all made together for good for those that love God. And that's our people. Thank you, um, Mary Kay. I was struck by Barbara Rose's prayer from Julian of Norwich. And, you know, that she <laughs> had this whole similar kind of philosophy or viewpoint of gratitude that for everything that comes into our life and for every how it all flows together and is connected. So I was pleased to hear that too. And that was, I think, in the 14th or 15th century. So I think yeah. it's re-emerging again. Yeah. You were living back then, weren't you? <laughs> um, I'm sure some lifetime because it's really quite resonating with that. <laughs> There's so much sure wisdom that comes from you, Mary Kay. <laughs> Love you dearly. And Thank you. And yes, Barbara Rose did a marvelous job of these yeah. quotes that came through her. And it's like, just enriched my life, mm-hmm. knowing that's part of our history. Yeah. Those who walk before us. And there's that grateful spirit once again. So, mm-hmm. Christy, how does that Saint Sage avatar have touched you in some way? So, this, this was amazing to look at all of them and like listen to which one was most instrumental, I would say, in my growth and my path. And Louise Hay was so huge for me and still is. Just all that she went through in her younger years. She was in a raised in a violent home. She was highly impoverished. She was raped by a neighbor when she was five. She got pregnant at 16 and had to give her baby up for adoption. So she really was tested. And she used this to grow better instead Mm. of bitter. And having gratitude and forgiveness through her practices, she's helped millions and millions of people all over the world to heal by using the body-mind-spirit connection. And I used to listen to her. She crossed over, but I used to listen to her speak and just be flooded with so much gratitude. And it was it came at a very poignant time in my life where I was having a lot of challenges and my mind was focusing on the grumbling aspect of life, shall we say? (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, probably nobody can relate to that. <laughs> so her wisdom and what she had been through really inspired me to start really forgiving myself and others and open to the mystery of why why I chose this lifetime and mm. how can I heal myself also. And is it okay if I share a quote of hers? Oh, of course, please. Okay. She says, gratitude fills our hearts with gladness and allows us to see the truth, empowering us to make decisions and take appropriate actions. With a grateful heart, we can see the best in every situation and in everyone we meet and bring out their best. Gratitude is also a gateway to the divine. A grateful Mm. heart is an open heart and continually lifts us up higher until we connect with the divine. Wow. That's powerful. And she transformed so hundreds, thousands of people's lives. Mm -hmm. She was an incredible gift and still is with all her Mm -hmm. works, her writings, her speaking. 
I had the opportunity of meeting her personally with my mentor, Ron Roth, mm-hmm. who Hay House authored seven of, seven of his books. So we got to have mm-hmm. dinner. We got to ride in her her car, her big fancy car, her Rolls Royce. <laughs> oh, God, it felt like royalty. And Louise had such a great personality. But if you got negative, she would turn your language around. Just her way. I love that. And, and her generous spirit. Being in the book business, that was part of my work, having a bookstore. So I would listen to her conversations with her, her crew. We all have, and sometimes maybe we are, a negative person on the phone. My order didn't come through right in. Blah, 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 you know, we all get into our stuff, our pain, our wounds. And how she would always hand us it, just give them the book. Don't mm-hmm. ask them to return it, just give them another book. And her resource of there's there's abundance out there. We're not going to focus on lack. We're going to focus on abundance of God. And that really changed me. And how to treat people correctly as part of your workers. So she was always very, very generous. So mm-hmm. it, it, especially like in tipping, it's like, oh, my God, she's tipping. The, I, that's my day's work, you know, my pay. And she's just <laughs> lavishly giving it out. But she had an attitude of gratitude, and I think one of the one of the last books because she had, I think she had many of those books on gratitude, and she asked. I remember Ron Roth was one of the authors for that book, or one of her books on gratitude. And it's again, she shared, she paired up, she allowed people to shine like her to the masses because these books went out to thousands, millions of people. And there's that what you have, you give it away. And to me, there's an overflow. And if we just turn our gaze towards that. And maybe some of some of you on this call says, well, I don't have a lot to give. I don't have finances or I don't have resources. But you will. Start with what you have in your hand and that will multiply. Be willing to give it away and watch the universe bring it back to you in astonishing ways. Ron Roth has been such a good model for me and sometimes very bad. And I've learned to <laughs> course correct <laughs> my own attitude. But yet, when he could tap into the Holy Spirit, the world, the uh, heaven opened up. And to me, there's that spirit of gratitude because he went through the hard times in life, the challenges, especially in the church. He bucked the system, but they bucked right back in a sense. But he overcame them. And it was like he kept pushing the boundaries more and more. Like Louise Hay, him and her got along so well because they had this a vibrant spirit that could break down walls. Because of their pain in the past, they broke through. But they also then led us to a new beginning. And so if you're out there and say, well, I want to be like them, go for it. There's There's a model, there's a mentor out there that can show you how to be, how to live, how to be generous, how to be forgiving, and how to rise above any limitation. To me, that's what our Celebrating Life, our community does. Mm -hmm. is we try to reflect that, which God calls us to become. And that's his love, Mm -hmm. his light, his spirit, her spirit, that really raises the bar on all of us. Well, I'm hoping you're enjoying this evening's conversation because we're at the table of Thanksgiving. We want to share the wealth we have, but also our trials because it's in the trials that actually provokes us to go beyond our limitations. Where we think we have a, a bar, we can break through that through the spirit. I want to throw out one, one or two more questions. Who knows where it's going to go, but, but I love the conversation. <laughs> Can you recall any time that you really were grateful that you needed a miracle and you didn't know how that was going to happen, and all of a sudden it showed up? 
our heart just goes, oh, my God, you're bigger than I ever thought of. So I'm going to start with Christy on that one. Yeah, there's a many, many, many of them. <laughs> one of them happened fairly recently. For about six to ten years, my husband and I have been really ready to buy a house. And mm. and being living in Marin County, the prices of the housing were really crazy. And I had yeah. a lot of beliefs saying, wow, that's not going to be possible. And really praying about it. And I went to Brazil to the Casa Dom Ignacio and mm. took it before the entities and said, please, can you help us? Because I don't see how this is going to happen with what money we have saved. <laughs> and right. they said very clearly, we will help you with this. And wow. I was like, on the floor, like, whoa, okay. <laughs> and so for a few more years, I kept hearing it's not right timing and I was so frustrated because I just I'm tired of paying rent and it's mm, not an ideal yeah. living situation. My wants and my desires and I kept yeah. hearing not yet, not yet. And we came to Hawaii, the big island here in December and we just decided, well, let's get a, a realtor and see. And we looked and everything was horrible. <laughs> In our price range, we were like, oh, no, here we go again. Um, oh, no. And we, <laughs> we went to a cafe, and I was feeling a little bit, like, just kind of bummed out. Like, man, when is this ever going to happen, God? I And I literally right. was sitting saying a prayer, and I heard, go on Zillow. And I'm like, God, I'm not going to find a house on Zillow. My, my <laughs> personality is a little argumentative. Oh, yes, I know that personality. <laughs> <laughs> We all have oh, it, man. You know. So I went on Zillow and I found a house foreclosure. The photographs were horrendous. I was like, I'm not looking at that. It was in our price range. And I heard, show it to your husband and go look at it. And I was like, oh, another waste of time. And I said, <laughs> to my husband, check out this foreclosure. And he said, well, let's go look at it five minutes up the road. So we drove up the hill. And we came around the corner and the house was glowing. It literally had Holy Spirit all around it. It didn't look anything like the photos. And oh, I, was, wow. I, I almost couldn't breathe. I was like, <gasps> and we drove up and there was a man there and he peeked his head around and he was glowing with Holy Spirit. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, we're supposed to stop. And we drove in the driveway and he said, are you looking for a house? And we said, yeah. And he said, well, it's not on the market. I bought it and I'm fixing it up to sell. And we're like, oh, okay, sorry to bother you. You know, we'll we'll be on our way. And he said, well, are you interested in buying a house? And we're like, yeah, totally. <laughs> so come on in. So he wow. takes us into the house. And honestly, you guys, I felt like I was home. And it oh, was, wow. he fixed it up. It was absolutely beautiful. He'd done so much work on it. And he said, listen, right away, he said, if you're interested in buying a house, I'm willing to work with you on the price. That's part of my mission. And I said, are you a man of God? And he said, I am. And he wow. said, part of my service here is to provide housing for people who maybe can't afford the going market rate. And I can see you guys wow. are good people. And I'd like to support this to happen. And, and my inner, wow. you know, skeptic was like, well, wah, wah, you know, is this a Ponzi scheme? <laughs> I didn't even know what a Ponzi scheme was. But, you know. <laughs> I know there's our fear talking, of course. Yeah. Oh, and we had to leave the island a week later, so we had to really just be in trust. And I just kept praying, and I kept her kept hearing, "This is your home." And so we we went through all the steps, and the just then the more um, the loan rates 
tanked. And the Holy Spirit was like, here, here's another evidence for you. Long story short, that was someone who showed up as an answer to prayer and provided us with Mm. a home that we could afford. And we've called this house from the beginning, Haleakua, which means the house of God. Oh, wow. What a fascinating story. And I think many of you might not, you didn't get a house in Hawaii, but you have a similar experience with maybe a possession that you have, whether it's a car, maybe it's your home, maybe it's a spouse, marriage, a pet, a work, new job, or a transfer. All these miracles that do show up. The the point is that I'm trying to make here is there's that spirit of gratitude. When, mm-hmm. when the impossible happens, this shows how loving our creator is for us and desires to, as like in Christie, position themselves to the right home, even though they would never look at it. But again, those little whispers that come, we kind of just throw them away. But if you pay attention to the small little things, it will point to your direction. And congratulations to Francois and Christie for their new brand new home. It's like, mm-hmm. wow, that's huge. Thank you. So, Thank you, God. Great Thank you, story. <laughs> Uh, bless you. Mary Kay, do you have a, not a similar story, but something that flows in that nature? Well, I actually, I do have one that's, that's similar. It's my condo. <laughs> I had, yeah. um, I had similar thing. I went to Brazil and wrote this letter and put it in the prayer basket for a home, having no idea. I owned my own home and sold it and with the idea that I would buy a, a duplex. And it yeah. was, I sold it like in September and, and they said, my realtor said, let's wait until spring. Well, in that time sure. frame, the cost of houses in San Francisco went up 20%. And wow. so I, I was kind of out of the market and she felt so bad about the whole thing because she didn't see it coming. And anyway, I just trusted that this is the way it was supposed to be. So I rented for almost 15 years. And like I said, I put a letter in and just trusted that if it was meant to be, it would. And the last time I had to meet, and I would find these rentals that were just right within my price range. To, and also, they were usually five years. And I don't know why it was wow. magic number. But anyway, this one came up and, and she, the woman wanted to move back into the house. And she gave me plenty of notice. And so I just spread the word to people that I needed to, that I was needing to move. And so... On and my sister called and said, I want to buy a house with you. And I go, uh, well, I have this much for rent. <laughs> I don't have a huge <laughs> I don't think this is going to, you know, buy a house with me. And so anyway, she, you know, she was very clear that she wanted me to be in a safe neighborhood and everything. And she had gotten some money from her husband years ago to invest a small amount and made I have millions off of it. I mean, it was just this amazing investment Very and it cool. paid off. Mm-hmm. And so she said, this is my money and I want to help you with this. So she ended up, she and I ended up buying the house and the agreement is, or the condo. I found it in two weeks oh. and it was totally miraculously given and it all steps went through and, and the agreement that we both had was that when I don't need this house any longer, when I die, whatever, I move, whatever, the house will, the condo will go to my daughter, which was always the reason I wanted to have an investment. And so I've got it all set up that way. So, I mean, that was just pure miracle, pure divine intervention. I have one more that I can say that goes on with retreats. Can I tell that? Sure, of course. Well, there's been time. 
Go ahead. I was just going to say there have been times when certain people have asked me at the last minute something's got forgotten, and I've been asked to, can you can you find something really quick, or can you fill this need that we have because we're going to be starting the retreat up again, and we need it before that starting? And I've always yeah. just said yes, of course. And I mean, and it was genuine. It wasn't like I was, yeah. but I, I would turn away and walk away, and oftentimes it was you, Padre, who would ask us. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd walk and I'd, yeah. and, and I'd say, yeah, exactly. And I'd say, okay, well, now how's this going to unfold, Divine? I mean, seriously. And yeah. within walking back to the back of the room or just walk, somebody would interface with me that was the link to solving the issue or to getting what mm. you needed. And it was yeah. just, I mean, I, and then I turned it into like a, a fun opportunity, a game, an adventure. How's this going to unfold? Yeah. And it's, they're small little miracles. But really is the trust. Oh, they're huge. And, uh, yeah, they're huge. <laughs> and I know you were very grateful every time I was able to pull it off, you know, or, or Bobby or Dana yeah. or, you know, what I'm saying. But anyway, that's, I just wanted to put that out there because I do I love think that. that. Well, there's that, the practical thing you just right. use as a retreat setting, but many of us, we have our daily needs and, and we think it's going to be impossible, but when we do that surrender prayer of just letting mm-hmm. go, then the angels and saints and sages all says, it's time, work. Yeah. It's time to decree a thing and watch it manifest. And I love that attitude of gratitude because it really is mm-hmm. that, okay, God, I'm going to trust you. Mm-hmm. We'll be moving into the healing part of this session tonight. And number one, it just seems like, does anybody need another house? <laughs> you need a living space? <laughs> it seems like God is throwing out those miracles tonight. So I would grab onto that. That hope, if you're one of those that either wants to get a new apartment or wants to buy a house, that there's a miracle. You've heard two testimonies. And the testimonies go forth. It's a seed for you to grab it and say, God, I'm going to trust in you. And this is what I call faith is about, miracles are about, is grabbing a hold of someone like Christy, like Mary Kay, like myself or yourself, you, you've told the good news. This is what God has done. And God loves mm-hmm. to multiply. Just like Jesus multiplied the bread and the, the wine, the food, on feeding the 5,000. He wants to do that today in your life. He wants to multiply what you have in your hand, what you have faith for. And it really is that stirring of the, the spirit in a sense. But where two or more gathered in thy name, there I am in the midst. Mm-hmm. And we have the three of us to pray for you tonight, whatever your need is. And I would ask if, if you have not done this, but please do it before Thanksgiving, is write down your needs, write down your prayer requests. And maybe at the Thanksgiving table, put it underneath the, the beautiful flower arrangement or underneath your plate. And just be grateful that God says, God is, it says the scriptures of God is faithful to his people and we're his people our beloved sons, beloved daughters. So let's just not hear it, let's apply it to our lives and put it on your altar, your devotional altar. If you don't have one, create one. It could be a single flower. It could be an icon of a saint, sage, or someone who has really meant the world to you. Say, God, you brought them into my life to point the way. So we're going to pray now for that beautiful spirit to begin to touch hearts, read your heart, and allow grace now to, to touch for a healing, for a miracle, even for the resurrection power to come alive in your life. So, Mary Kay, could I ask you to begin the prayer, and then Christy can follow, and then I will follow through, and also with the ending prayer. 
Yes, I have a beautiful prayer for, of gratitude that I'd like to share. Thank okay. you, Father. Thank you, Father. I feel so loved and cared for. Thank you for bursting through the wall of loneliness and despair with your loving touch. Thank you for showing us how much you love us through the words of the people in our lives. Thank you for providing everything we need to come closer to you. Thank you for the humility that I feel as the help comes to us. Thank you for reminding us that we are all apart. We are not apart from you. I feel so loved and so cared for. Thank you for stripping us there so that we can learn to care for others as you care for us. Thank you for alleviating our fears. You know our heart better than we do. Thank you, Father, for the benediction of your active participation in our humble lives. Bless us and keep Uh us and hear our prayers, Divine Father. Amen. Amen. Christy. Holy Spirit, Divine Presence, thank you for everything that you have blessed us with this incredibly rich, full life. Thank you for giving us what we need and turning it into more than enough. Help us to understand and accept the circumstances that we are in presently and to find gratitude for it all, clearing away confusion, bringing in more clarity. Thank you for bringing into our hearts and our minds the peace that passes all understanding, helping us trust the divine plan that is working through all of life. Thank you for lifting the veil, the veils that may block us from your love, from your truth, from hearing your voice. We love you, God. Thank you. Amen. Amen. God's really hearing your hearts as Mary Kay and Christy begin to pray those prayers. But we're all a part of that same tone, same love that welcomes us, that encourages us into the heart of the mother, the heart of the father. I'm going to use up what we call the word of knowledge, where certain illnesses or difficulties that God wants to touch because it's a part of the declaring God's word for and healing his people, and you're his people. And then I'll follow through with an overall prayer for closing and for gratefulness of all the things that you heard tonight and also the manifestations of what God is about to do in your life now. Right off the bat, the word that came to me was people who have dizziness or off balance. We just allow the Holy Spirit now, the release of the ministering angels, to touch you and just allow that rebalancing of the body go back into place the chronic fatigue and also depression oppression also know i'm just going to take authority over that because that's a negative spirit so i command in the name of jesus i break that spirit of influence over your body organs come holy spirit i just release fire 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 just burn away the attachments in the name of jesus and allow the quickness the release and the rebalancing of the spirit 
And I decree, Holy Spirit, fill them now. Fill them with your joy. Fill them with your peace. Fill them with an understanding. For those who are looking for a home, for any barrier, maybe you can't get a loan or you can't find the right place, or maybe you're broke and you don't have any finances at all, but God will make a way. God will change your finances. God will have you meet someone, and that situation will just turn on a dime, knowing just like Christy and like Mary Kay, there's a divine plan here. Trust the plan. Not trust your fears, but trust the plan. God has given you an inkling that that's a desire. Go for it. Hold God accountable for that. For the scripture says, decree a thing. So you know the beauty of what you're going to trying to find, and it's out there. You just have to be positioned to receive it. There are also people of the spirit of leukemia. I break its hold. Spirit of cancer. I break its hold. To me, that's a spirit of death, and I break its grip now through the name of Jesus. Release them into divine health, divine healing, resurrection power. Those suffering from the COVID that virus, stop now. I command it to stop now. In its place, divine health, divine healing, cleansing, renewing, restoring. I break the spirit of fear of even catching it. Come, Holy Spirit. And I bring you back into the spirit of peace that passes all understanding that Christy talked about, that we live our lives in the the oneness of God, the shadow of the Almighty. He takes care of his own. I thank you, Lord, for those who have their taste buds they can't taste. I just command now that be broken and let the, the immune system be restored, completely restored, the digestive tract, and also the people with pain in their body. doesn't matter where. I'm just going to speak to the pain. Come, Holy Spirit. I just break every chain, break every chain that binds them to the past, that binds them to a body organ that's not working. Come alive, come alive, release, let go. I thank you, Lord our God, for the swelling of the feet and the legs to go down. Thank you, Lord our God, for even, I got this date, January 6th. I don't know if that's your birthday, an anniversary, or maybe you broke up a marriage, a relationship, but January 6th is a highlight in your life. And the word that came to me was God's going to change 2021 around. You're going to see the miraculous just open up and just celebrate that. That's the word. That's the decree. So if that's you, January 6th, take it and believe God what he has already said he will do. And for anyone who has something impossible, maybe it's a disease, maybe it's a condition, maybe you're going to lose your job, all these things that says it's impossible. God says it's possible. With God, all things are possible. So I just allow the Father to release your ministering angels now and turn it around, turn it around in the name of Yeshua. And we ask our Blessed Mother's great intercession on behalf of her kids, you and I, for we are in the family of God. And so we allow her to go to the throne of grace to her son, Yeshua, and intercede for all of us. Our ministry, your family, your friends, your children, your grandchildren, your pets. No one is left out of this. So we thank you, O Lord our God, for your divine fire, your divine peace that passes all understanding. And we just allow now that warm grace, that anointing of the Holy Spirit to give birth to something brand new in your life, in my life, in your business, in your relationships, in this world. I speak now to humanity, I speak now to this nation, and I speak the peace of God, and it's rest. Let us all rest in God as we pray, as we meditate, 
as we allow the silence, the solitude, to take us deeper and deeper into the heart of the Father, the heart of the Mother. Amen. So be it, my friends. Live in God. Be blessed. And happy Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm.